Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. And today, if you like to travel, if you like to do outdoor activities, if you're an adventurer, that's that's kind of my spiel. Like I love when we go somewhere, it's outside. You know, We go there and we figure out what we can do there that's not indoors. And if you are like that, you're going to love today's podcast because on the podcast today is Julie Singh, and she is the co-founder of TripOutside.com. So Julie... Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so pr- excited about this. So um, Julie and her husband, Reed, actually really have an interesting background. And, and we talked about this before the podcast, but both started in retail. Uh, they did both did work at Home Depot, both in merchandising, but they didn't meet there. Didn't meet there. And Julie, you were a finance and CPA person. And here you guys are starting this company. So how did you go from kind of the big company corporate thing to going and starting this business? Yeah, great question. Um, so like you said, uh, my husband, Reet, and I both spent um, time in corporate America, about 25 years combined. Um, I started off in finance and then moved to merchandising, and he ended up in merchandising as well. Um, but we traveled in our free time. We rented gear like bikes and paddle boards and skis and snowboards. And as we were traveling, we saw a problem that really needed to be solved with online gear rental. Sure. We spent a lot of time on our vacation wasting our vacation time renting equipment. Uh, the process is really antiquated. And, you know, you have to spend a lot of time researching. There really isn't many resources online. And then you spend a lot of time at the outfitter trying to rent the gear, filling out forms. Of course. And what we really wanted to do was just travel and enjoy our vacation. No question. And, I mean, a big part of, like, uh, you know, I was mentioning I love to travel, right? But a big part of that is figuring out... Who are the best gear providers? Who are the best, you know, uh, hosts and like people that can take you around and and show you the different um, activities and whatnot? And I, it's not always easy to find that, right? There are some platforms that have some of that information, but it's not always easy to like pull all of that together. Exactly, and there's no consolidated place for it. Right. I mean, there's some sites out there that have everything under the sun, but there's nothing that really says here's where you can rent all the bikes in town and compare their prices and figure out which one has the best ratings. It's just, it's a really like kind of, um, like you said, antiquated process that just is very difficult. Right. And then you guys are kind of disintermediating that and providing a platform for, for, for that to become easy. So love the idea. Totally makes sense. So how do you go from, okay, this is a neat idea. We would love it because we would use it if we were, tra- when we travel and whatnot to outdoor destinations. How did you go from that to getting the platform built and starting to get like the providers on? Yeah. So, um, well, we were we were at Home Depot. We did start working on it while we were there, um, and we we were able to leave about a year and a half ago. Um, and you know, it really satisfied our goal of wanting to be able to travel and work from anywhere. <laughs> sure, and absolutely. Because being outdoors is our passion. It was just awesome for us to get, to, to kind of jump in um, and get our feet wet. So uh, we launched it, or we founded it about a year and a half ago, and launched it earlier this year. But we spent about a year just kind of working to get some outfitters on board, working to get our site validated, making sure that our idea was um, what actually the outfitters and the customers needed. Um, And we spent, the year that we spent, we learned a ton. We were able to talk to like probably over a hundred outfitters. And what we found was that our initial idea wasn't exactly what they needed. So we even did a little bit of a, 
we did a little bit of a pivot in the beginning and changed it a bit to really make it be what everyone needed and what the outfitters were really going to use. Um, but we spent the, we spent the year traveling to all the top outdoor destinations in the U S and we onboarded about a hundred outfitters. And, um, now we're, yeah, now we're at the point where we kind of have a good amount of destinations out there. And, um, now we're working on getting the customers because we wanted to make sure that we had a a really solid platform of a ton of different activities for them before we really started marketing a ton. Sure. And that makes sense. So a couple of interesting facts for those of you listening, 40% of online reservations are made outside of business hours. 90% of travel bookings involve going online and trip outside uh, features the top 30 outdoor destinations in the US and and I'd like to hear about those in just a second. Um, And you provide that channel for outfitters to market their rentals, right? Which is a really cool thing. So talk about the markets you're in today and how you decided which ones to target. Exactly. Yeah. So um, we are, you know, being very outdoorsy ourselves, we kind of know which destinations are big for different things like mountain biking and skiing, snowboarding, paddling. So as we've been traveling in the US, we've been hitting up these destinations. And, <laughs> How fun um, is that, by the way? I mean, yeah, what a cool I mean, it's been amazing. opportunity. <laughs> it's been amazing. And the great thing is it helps us with our business because, you know, at least in the beginning, it's been really good to be face to face with these outfitters, get their feedback, get them sure. on board, talk to them about how it works. And they're so busy. And a lot of times they don't respond to email or phone calls. So just being like inside their shop has been really a huge advantage for us. I can only imagine. So, I, you know, are there other platforms to do something similar, or what did you find as kind of your target market or niche here with, um, with the service you're providing? Yeah, well, TripleSide really is for outdoor enthusiasts. It lets them compare prices and book all their gear online. So, kayaks, skis, bikes, everything they need to save time and effort, book it online, and enjoy their vacation fully. So, um, a lot of the other sites out there there's there's things for just biking or things for just skiing um that don't let you do all activities and then there's also a lot of sites like TripAdvisor, for example where you can find everything under the sun you can find everything from museums to like walking tours of a city and we love TripAdvisor, but it gets a little frustrating trying to sort through all that stuff and really find just the outdoor gear that we want so triple side is tailoring to a smaller niche really just you know the outdoor person who wants to do a DIY adventure and build their own adventure um, rather than just anyone who's traveling and looking for fun stuff to do. Exactly. But everything on I our site. That. Yes. But everything on our site is really relevant to the outdoor enthusiast. So instead of having a broad focus, we have a, a smaller niche, but it's really going to be great for that outdoor enthusiast. Right. I love this problem. The, uh, this is like a you know problem I think you guys are solving. So it's, you, you wrote, no more searching for contact and contacting shops, checking gear availability, booking over the phone, waiting for the bikes, skis, kayaks, be prepared, tedious waivers. I mean, like you guys kind of solve all that, which I love and you know get you right to your activity faster. So, so you're, you're traveling around, you're meeting with all these outfitters, you're telling them about the business and how they can become part of it. So what's next in terms of growing? now the consumer side or the the adventurer side of of your business um so you know we're adding new outdoor destinations every day we're expanding internationally we ha- we're creating some really great tools for both outfitters and our end users um so uh very soon they'll be able to go on and compare prices so they can look at the 10 different ski shops and say aspen and say which ones have the lowest prices which ones offer delivery um which ones have uh are, are closest to the town or to the ski hill um we're going to do trip guides we're going to start incorporating user-generated content and reviews um and we're going to be really focusing on our brand awareness for our customers 
Got it. That's really, really cool. Now, you know, with any new business uh, and, and, and as it's getting off the ground, there are challenges that comes with it. As you guys had, had your idea and are now bringing it to life, what are a couple of things you guys have had to deal with or some of the biggest challenges you had to overcome thus far? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the first one is really, we're a marketplace. So we have two very different customers. We have the outfitter and we have the end user. And the challenge with that is that you have to really understand both. So number one, we have to market to both, which was really challenging in the beginning was just even getting our first few outfitters um, and getting our first few customers because you have to understand they're, they're looking for two different things. So we have to, it's almost like we're marketing to two very different groups to find out who they are, what they're looking for, where they're spending their time online and how to market to them. That was one big learning that, you know, we still kind of have to remember that we're juggling two different kind of sides of the equation. Um, A second one that we really learned early on was, uh, I talked a little bit about it, but spending a lot of time with outfitters and just understanding their challenges. Um, We learned so much just from going in their shops and visiting them. and And it resulted in us really changing our business plan early on in the, in the process. Um, and then the last one that I um, think is really important to talk about too, is we work with contractors quite a bit. So we sure. use sites like Upwork, yeah, hire people that are developers, marketing, even virtual assistants. And we love it. We think Upwork's a really great resource. Um, we found a great, a lot of great people without having to, you know, hire them as full-time employees. We can give them work when we have it. Um, but some of the things we learned there is, um, number one, don't just hire based on their profile and their reviews because it can be really misleading. Um, what, what we've done that was really successful is we started a small project to see how they would do. And we maybe even gave the project to two or three different people and see who completes it best based oh, on the quality of work, the communication. Yeah. So that let us kind of say without you know, just determining how good you're going to be based on what maybe you wrote in your profile. This gives, this gives us the opportunity to truly test you out without giving you anything too large or too impactful. Got it. And you mentioned your business plan. So how does that work out? Like, it, it is What's your revenue model as you're growing the business here? So uh, we don't charge the customers anything. They're, they, book the, um, they book the activities on our site for the same price or even lower most times than they would at the Outfitter. Um, but we do take a cut of the, um, of the booking to Got the it. outfitter. Oh, very good. So the outfitter, that's actually been a big benefit for the outfitter too, is because a lot of these software companies that they use, um, which we actually do connect with, if they're already using software, we'll connect with their software and we'll send them bookings directly into their software. Um, but they pay for that up front. And when we when we talk to them, we say, you don't pay up front. You don't pay to be listed on our site. The only time we take uh, commission is if we send you an incremental booking. So it's, it's a big benefit and value to them because they don't have to pay anything until we get them customers. I think that's really cool. One other thing that when I was doing my homework on you guys, I uh, thought was really great was just seeing the give back component. So Natural Resources Defense Council, Waterkeepers Alliance, Protect Our Winners. Talk about uh, that and, and how that plays into your overall business. Yeah. So we we are both really passionate about the outdoors and giving back. And um, as we're building the business, we've started to identify some areas where we think could be you know potential for each different sport. Like obviously climate change is affecting our um, snowpack and we found the great charity there um, where they donate, our donations are used to help drive climate change related activity where we can help kind of save the planet. And so that was one for ski. And then we found some, the Riverkeeper Alliance was for water. So that's a great charity where they really help to clean up our waterways. One thing we've seen while we're traveling is that our water, our oceans, our rivers, our lakes are just really getting polluted. And it's really sad. We do, we do kind of many cleanups everywhere we go, but 
Um, it's really sad to see that. So we're, we're trying to give back in that way to help make sure that all our outdoor activities are funding the preservation of our land um, because then we'll continue to be able to enjoy the outdoors. Well, I love that. I think it's an important part of just about any business these days as well as to have a community component and, 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 uh, Super, super high priority. Well, it's it's fun. I, I went on here. I didn't think I'd find Atlanta as a destination, but you've got the Stone Mountain Kayak and Sup Rental. Wow. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. cool. I know you guys, you spent a lot of time in Atlanta. So, um, well, this is great. So, yeah, <laughs> I love it. So, where can our listeners find you, engage with you guys, and gear up for their next adventure? Yeah, they can find us on tripoutside.com. Um, that's our website, and you can rent everything from bikes, skis, snowboards, kayaks, SUP, and we're going to be adding more activities soon, um, kiteboarding, rock climbing, that kind of thing. Mm, um, we're also on Facebook and Instagram as uh, Tripout. You can search tripoutside.com, and you'll find us on Facebook and Instagram, and we'd love to get your likes and comments and engagement. And we're always open to feedback. So if anyone has any feedback on what we could be doing better or you know, how we can improve our site or our services, um, just drop us a line. This is cool. I love this idea. And uh, what a great platform. And, you know, you can easily see the, the real focus now in the next six, 12 months. See you guys grow not only in the outfitter side, but as people find out about you and start using you, you'll build up your your customer base. This is It's awesome. Yes, absolutely. Well, hey, Julie, it has been awesome having you on the podcast. And I, I like I said, I'm, I'm super excited about where you guys are going. I can't wait to have you back on as you as you grow the business. Thank you so much for having me. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.